102, that works. Is it 102? Well, whatever it is, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of 4-5 Podcast. Metal Matt here on a Friday night. Big John Stud in the darkness. Hello, sir. Love it. Hello. Hello. We got the Wild Bill. Yep. With his Harden jersey on. Love it. It only has to be. I love it. <laughs> it only has to be our Chris Paul. Just, you don't got to be 30. Going right 30. into it. I love it. <laughs> you got to just take good shots, make more shots than you miss, and you really got to get everybody like everybody else easy shots. Like I mean, at that to, point, you just keep Seth Curry then. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, I mean, it's it's just crazy that like. Listen, we've obsessed about James's court vision until now, right? And this is the first game he flopped. Okay, he he, fa- he failed to get others in, you know, active in the game. You know, continue, Bill. That was my flu. Yeah, no, no, and I mean, it's 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 just similar that it's. I think my my biggest fear and like a lot of people and it's hurting Joel now in the MVP. Like I think Joel's lost the MVP. I think it's pretty much slam dunk Giannis. Maybe Jokic has a small chance, but I think after these last two games against us in the net yesterday, Giannis just slam dunk the MVP. Um, but I think uh, for, for, for James, um, it's, it, it shows that like he's, in big games, he's just not like playing well. But I guess I'm not. I'm, I guess I'm not ready to bury him. But he's he's foul hunting constantly, and in the in the playoffs, he's not going to get those bumpy fouls he's getting now. And I'm worried because he has like no touch. He's had that little floater for years. He can't hit a floater to save his fucking life. He used to be able to hit like those like little like ten foot jumpers. He, but I mean, again, I get it. You got. You know, guys go cold. I get it. He's got a bad week. You know, shit happens. But in all the big games against the Suns, the Nets, the Bucks, he played really well. I mean, that was nice to see. You know, that was his biggest game, 32. Um, he played well. Hit, hit a lot of big shots. Um, that game, I feel Joel showed that I don't know if he's ready to be a closer, and that's the big concern. It's I feel like, truthfully, at this point, if it's a tie game in the playoffs or we're down a point or we need a bucket, honestly, I truly want Maxi with the ball in his hands. I he, I can't disagree with you at this he's point. He's the only one I truly feel like has the nuts to be like, just give me the fucking ball and get out of the way. I'll make something happen. And if he gets fouled, he, he's a good foul shooter. He's a good finisher. He knows when to pull up. He has that good touch when to go all the way for that, you know, for a layup or a dunk. You really wouldn't give it to Embiid? Well, no, I mean, it will be Embiid, but we saw it against the Bucks. I texted about it, but the minute and a half to go, the game was tied. Joel got the ball, like, just inside the top of the key, and he, like, tried to swing it around, and he just threw the ball to nobody to the sideline. And it was, like, one of the worst turnovers I've seen in a while, and it's a tie game against your rival at home. Like, superstars don't make that play. Like, you can't fucking make that turnover play right there, dude. Like, you have to know what the fuck's going on in the game. Well, he's got to get down on the block. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Joel just – he's fallen in love with this being on the wing thing, and it's just like you were dominating in the post, and now you're kind of back to, like, wanting to shoot these mid-ranges that aren't really falling consistently, and I get it. You're trying to work on it. But, like, last night against the – like, again, I don't blame him for the Pistons loss. I think James had a bad game. I think um, – I think our Yeah, but he also had seven turnovers. 
He, and, but my issue with that game was is the Celtics, I mean, the Pistons had no center on that team, really. He should have had 50 points in the post every fucking hey, play. High pick and he's messing all around day. Kelly Olynyk at the three-point line. And Kelly Olynyk is quicker and smaller. So, yeah, he's going to give you fits out there, big man. Like, but he's 50 pounds lighter than you. Back his ass down, dude. Like, and this Have we ever seen him do, like, a jump hook? I, I wish he hasn't been like that. I don't understand that, like, at this point – we ha- we drafted Maxi. He's developing into, uh, you know, a floor general, right? He's still young, but he 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 can he can run an offense. And then we just acquired Harden, who you know, if, for that reason too. Why is Embiid still thinking that he has still has to like create for himself, like at the top of the key or at the three point line? I I, I, don't, I just don't think he wants to be. I don't think he wants – I don't say I don't think he wants a post game. I think he has it, but he doesn't have that like back you down, drop step, go to the basket. He's got more of a get me the ball down the block. I'm going to pivot out and try to fake you into fouling me on a jump shot or I'm going to like – he doesn't like go hard to the, the rim. You know what I would do? He's yeah, smaller you know guys. Though, like, like, he'll you go want- by you. And then if you're like like Bagley last night, they went chest to chest, and Joel just floored him like a child. He doesn't like even. That's need, where he's I don't even. Game. I don't even need him to go hard to the hoop. You know what I would. You know what I would. I would be happy, satisfied with until someone could stop it. Joel on the block, you know, couple dribbles back and down, and then it's that it's that spin move, that footwork to that like that. That Dirk Hakeem type of like ten foot fadeaway, where mm-hmm. like he's faded away just enough, but he's so tall and he's got he's got that reach that like it's unblockable and like he hits it. He's I mean he hits it almost every time. It's like just keep doing that until I mean Dirk Nowinski made a career out of out of moves like that. I, the I'm only thing I will argue with you about Matt on that point is that. Um, he does need – I do need him to go strong to the basket. Oh, no, absolutely. The, the other night, of, the he, other he, night he, in that, in that yeah. Bucks game, when he grabbed that ball and sort of like went like this with it and it got blocked, yeah. if you grab that ball – and I'm not a fucking seven-footer, but if I was, I would grab that ball and I would jump directly straight up in the air and I would slam dunk that as hard as I can. And you know why? Because when you do that – Minus someone with a fist sort of coming up and punching the ball out from you, which would be a foul anyway. Taking that ball as hard as you can and dunking it, it either calls a foul and it guarant- and it, the other part of that, it guarantees you a point or two points. And, and, and it, also, it also is the same amount of points as a fadeaway jumper or a hook shot. Yeah, yes. It's still two I, points. It is two points. But like – The Dirk thing, like, yes, he can shoot the ball well when he does. I think when you are a seven-footer who can dominate from a size standpoint, I I would Dirk Dirk was a wrong comparison. I I see him more of that Hakeem. Like like, Giannis almost. Like Hakeem, 1995 Hakeem, where, Mm -hmm. like, he had that baseline jumper that, like, guys knew as soon as it was going up. Like it was probably going in and they but, couldn't and, stop it. 
And Hakeem also had that, like, he had the footwork and the up and under. He had a lot of post moves, too. He had that up like, and under. But but Joel's also also has those, which which it's like, why are you fucking around? Right. At, you know, at the three-point line or the top of the key where your bread and butter. Know where your bread and butter is, especially in a fourth quarter when you're down, you know, in Detroit – you know, w- whether you think it's a meaningful game or not, I, it's like, no, 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 what your bread and because because come playoff time, you're going to you're going to you're going to thank your lucky stars that you had those games in Detroit to work on those situations. It's all situational basketball at this point. Right. I mean, we're we're in the playoffs. So it's like basically it's, you know, these last eight games are practice for us. Yeah. I, I, think John, yeah. I think I agree with John the most in that yes. it, it, yes. it, it, it's infuriating <laughs> watching Joel when he's in the, when he is in the post, he's, he's foul hunting too. He's like leaning into these guys and trying to draw contact. It's like, dude, try to score. Cause they're going to foul you anyway. So put the ball in the hoop because in the playoffs, these little bumpy ones, they're not going to give you, they're going to give you maybe every other one, every three in mm. the playoffs. So you're so worried about like leaping in the guys. Oh, it's like stop flaring. You're seven one, three hundred pounds. Like there's one other guy, and I keep saying it, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Baby Bam Adebayo gives him some fits. Other than no, not even really, but like nobody can guard you, dude. Like play like your size, and that's why. Like I guess it's like I, I feel like he's taken steps these last two years. But he still had, doesn't have that. I guess, in my opinion, that nobody can stop me on this court. Like when I go to the rim, because he just still has like, oh well, I can do it all. I can hit fadeaways and I can hit threes. It's like, yeah, I don't mind taking a couple threes here and there or shot. But like, you're getting this finesse game, and I don't know. Like, like you said, Matt, and but John said it. I think. He's got to go hard because he goes to the rim so fucking soft, like just waiting for the whistle. And it's like, dude. Oh, that that Bucks that Bucks basket was like, you. you I have I, I sat here and I'm like, I'm like, hold on a second, I got to rewind this again. And I write around it again. I'm like, you were under the basket. And you kind of were like this. He was like, eh. You I'm faded like, away. Like that's why I got blocked. Time to gather yourself and just go to that. Try to fucking dunk it on Giannis. Yeah. And you either dunk it or he fouls you most likely. And but you were like, oh, I'm fading away. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy shot to tie it. No, you're pussy. You got blocked by a guy two inches smaller than you. We like, are we are so um, – the fact that we've seen guys like Shaq, you know, you, we see the logo of Shaq, right? We, that's what we think of Shaq, right? The guy who just gets grabs that ball and just hammers it home. Like that's what I want to – that's what I want to feel from him. And I think you're, I think you're exactly right, Bill. He's got that, that finesse game that he kind of wants to just, you know, capitalize on and show the world. I also think that he's fallen victim to like the, the new NBA, which is Mm -hmm. like, you know, this, like, I don't want to say flopping, but it's like these creative game. I mean, he didn't start playing the game until recently. So it's like, that's the only game he knows, Matt. So it's like, it's kind of, Hard for us to kind of get the game we want out of him when he's only been playing ball at a big level for 10 years. And yeah, well, it's the same thing with James Harden, too, though. I mean, James Harden, 
blossomed at the, you know, he, his prime started when all this bullshit hap- was happening, you know, in the NBA. He, so, I didn't realize he went four for 15 last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, if bad. you look at this game, bad. he was bad. four for 14 um, against the Suns. I mean, you know, against the Nets, he was like, he was like three for 11. And that's what I mean. When you look at his games, like they're, they're really bad. And, and I get it. Like he's 33, but this should still be prime games where bad James game is like 19 points and you make seven or 12, like this whole making three or four buckets on 15, 16 shots. Like that's no good. Like that's really no good. And like, you need to be like, if you're a volume shooter, you need to be a volume basket maker. <laughs> and like, and yeah, again, it's fair. Games. I mean, he did have seven assists. And that's not enough. I mean, he's he still, I mean, he's still at 18 points. He didn't have zero, which, you know, right. three, but he had 18 points, points, seven assists, nine rebounds, ben two steals. And, ben Simmons hasn't played yet. <laughs> so that's no, I mean, but no, I mean, you're right. I mean, that you're not the true defense. But for $45 million and you're, and what we give it away, you know, like I said, I get it. The 18 points doesn't really kill me. It's the fact that he only had seven assists and really just didn't play good. You know what I mean? Like he just didn't really play well. And I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll go back. I'll take you all the way back to mid-March. Uh, five for 12, six for 14, five for 12. Seven for eighteen, seven for fifteen, two for eleven. It, you know, here's a good stat. It'll make you feel better, Bill. Steph Curry last night was six for thirteen with sixteen points, so we got about even. Yeah, yeah. now and but we would have Drummond, and we have twelve more rebounds that we would have had. What did he have for rebounds last night? Hold on. What did Drummond do? He had uh, two for four. Uh, rebounds, rebounds. He had 10 rebounds last night. Well, that's a big 10. It's a big number. It's a big, it's a big number. number. It's a big number. Now, but yeah, now I'm here, not that we really care, but now they're saying Ben's doing basketball activities and he could play. Oh, he looks real good with the sunglasses on the bench. Oh, my God. Night. Did you see that? That's the timeout when he stood up. It was like. It looked like Bill on a podcast. Listen, <laughs> I mean, he was silent. I can't deny that. <laughs> bomb ass tiger sweaters and shit and uniforms. <laughs> oh my, he looked like such a like a I don't even know the word like just like uh, a loser, a loser. He looked like me dressing up for like an anniversary dinner like ten years ago. Oh Jesus, I know exactly <laughs> what that. I know exactly what that looks like. That was a good picture, right? <laughs> I know exactly what that looks like. <laughs> Not a good look, you know, but you know. Ah, fuck it. You know, you know, hey man, his, that was 10. Hey, John, that was 10, 10 plus years ago, not now. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, I, no. I figured I'd break out this hat, you know, that someone got me. It says Philadelphia 76ers world champs. Now, I don't know if this is authentic from 1983. I made that in my garage, made it in your garage. Just kidding. So, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the quality of the mesh of the hat feels early 1980s. It's not like nice and, you know, advanced. Grizzlies are eight and two without Ja playing in games this year. Trade them. Yeah, eighteen and two, and they're beating the Suns by seven without him right now. (laughs) But the point I'm trying to make is, look, 
you know, guys have bad games, teams have bad stretches. Let's just, I, let's just all still chill out, right? Bill's uh, wearing his hard jersey. Bill's wearing his hard jersey. Yeah. Bill, Bill's 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 going to get offended by this, but Bill's acting like typical typical Philly fans. It's like, oh my god, oh we traded James Harden, we traded for James Harden. Here we go. He's he's not playing well. We, we re, instant regret of trade. Look, instant if we regret. get emba- look, listen, if we get embarrassed in the second round, then then we've got every right to nah nah no no listen we got every right to start judging certain things right i think i think you'll judge i think if you lose in the second round talk to me and how like the bench is being utilized well the bench and also and i'm telling you right now i'm telling you doc rivers is going to start feeling a, a lot of heat here's my thing with doc rivers okay Doc I Rivers, love Doc. But. Doc Rivers, number one, is not a bad coach. I don't care what anybody says. He's not. He's not a bad coach. Number two, you can't hold Doc Rivers responsible for bench guys not scoring. What you can hold him responsible for is not playing more guys. That's where I I don't understand. Like, or how about, well, John, how about – you can also hold him responsible for calling plays or lack thereof and just telling James. Yeah, telling James. Calls is go be you and then say, oh, James took too many shots. Well, you don't really call any plays out there, Doc. So how is James doing anything wrong? And that's my problem with Doc. Yeah, I get it. He's the player's coach, a veteran's coach because, oh, Joel, you don't want to practice today? It's all right. Just take, go take some foul shots. Well, listen, you're good. You and said it, Bill. That. You even said it, Bill. Like you hear reports that James is – He's not 100%. He hasn't been 100% in who knows how long. Who knows what the scenario was last night? It could have been, all right, our game plan tonight is for James to test out his, his health, like see where he's at, you know, and, 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 and let's, let's, let's give him the green light and whatever happens, happens, you know, let's burn a game, you know? I think you're, I think you're exactly right. I don't know. I mean, you know, like give James the keys to like, you know, start getting back to form. Now it's, you know, whether it looked great or rocky, but like, hey, man, you know, let's, you know, it's, we got eight games left, you know, after this one, let's just, let's, let's, let's see where you're at health wise. You know, don't, don't think that seeding isn't something they're thinking about either. Now, and, and I don't care about the loss, like, I really don't like I'm not I'm not like I said you guys break balls but I'm not in the padding button on this like I joke about it yeah my my issue is simply the eye test like that's it like I get it you know if if Detroit played out of their mind or you know like even the Bucks like the Bucks checked out like we had that game on lockdown second and third and half of the fourth quarter and then we just kind of like lost that edge and it's like and that game didn't even bother me because it's like, well, we lost by two and, you know, Giannis put up 40. How, you know, how, how often is he going to put up 40? Like, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. But like the games like Detroit, when it's like, you're not even playing good when you're trying to play good. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like, and again, it's not, it's no reason to be like, oh my God, this guy's fallen. Um, I mean, I think like you said, I think you're, I think you're right. I think there is some gamemanship in the, hey, I'd really rather not be the one or two because mm-hmm. that means we're, you have at least a 50-50 chance to get in the Nets round one. So it's like, 
I'd rather I'd rather maybe, like you said, give the keys to James a game or two, let him go nuts, let him maybe you know get you know get you play a little above his head, but just to see, like you said, can he do it? Can he die, you know? And so yeah, I think it's you know, like I said, it was a shitty game, but it's crazy. The game tomorrow is at twelve thirty in the afternoon. Is that just because of the Final Four? I'm assuming. Maybe I mean Probably. I mean there's other NBA games during the day. I mean throughout the night, but. They play the Hornets at twelve thirty at the. Uh, I don't know if it's maybe. Uh, yeah, is there Final Four at the Seventy Sixers? No, it it's in New Orleans. Uh, now. It's in, yeah, it's in. Uh, yeah, so yeah, no. Or, I don't think the women are playing there. I don't know if there's a women's tournament there. Or speaking yeah, of, now that's kind of crazy. They're a hot team too. Speaking Hornets. of final, speaking of Final Four, what does everyone think of this Final Four? Pretty epic. We got a local team going up against. Kansas, yeah. and we've got probably the most iconic college basketball rivalry in our generation. I would have liked you to know? seen it as a I wouldn't say of all time, here. but you know, what was that, John? I said I would, I would, I would have liked to seen that as the national championship game, as opposed to the, you know, the East and West. You know what I mean? Like or Duke, Duke, the Duke, UNC. Yeah, yeah, that would that would make a good. Uh, a good would that a, I mean is that a, would that ever be possible um from what I understand from what I've what I've heard on TV generally the winner of the eight and bill would probably know better than me but they the generally the winner of the ACC tournament gets in and they usually if if like Duke or you if Duke and UNC like both get in they usually put them in a different bracket so they wouldn't go. Someone explained to me, Bill could probably, you're right, Bill's probably the guy, like, yeah, out of all of us. And there's, like, how does Villanova, Villanova was in, like, the Southwest seed or, or a, a bracket or something. Like, how the hell does that happen? I think they look at all the different um, conferences and then they, they bucket them. If I'm, if I'm, Bill, you would, can you answer that question? The question? Like so how, like, why does Villanova? Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why? How does Villanova, who is in the, they're not in the Big Ten. Northeast. Like, how did they, they get to the southeast division of the final, like final four, uh, of and the bracket they do, they of, the, of the whole tournament? They did. Yeah, they do east, west, south, and midwest. Um, they they like to put teams. They like to give the top like couple seeds in their region, like to, like to stay in your region. Like Duke gets the East a lot, um, or if it's the South, it's when the South plays in North Carolina, South Carolina. They try to cater to the top couple team, like the top two or three teams in the country. They get like to be in their region, but then they actually like. And, and again, I don't know if this has changed, but this is how they used to do it. They kind of like putting teams that don't normally don't play. In California, in California, like, oh, no, but you're an East Coast team. Why don't you go play down in Florida? You know, and same thing, because I remember they would put Arizona, like, in the Midwest a lot when they were, like, the well, that's Well, that's just it. Like, Nova was in the Midwest bracket. And, you know, some of it, again, you know, some of it's kind of, they. I'm sure they have, like, algorithms or whatever that try to place, like, how your team's right, like how you're ranked in like Yeah, is it is it based on rankings to randomize? But I also know from years, like in the 90s, when I, you know, when I used to kind of dig into it and it was a lot less information, it was kind of, I used to hear like the people on the committees and I, and I don't know if it's stuff picked differently now, 
they would be like, oh, it's nice to see teams on the East Coast see, you know, UCLA play exactly. in Philadelphia and New York. So it's it's to help randomize and to and to yeah, and like, just make things like just like unpre- a little bit more unpredictable for the pl- for the teams. Yeah, make it travel. You know, if you're if you're Villanova, you're a top ten team. Can you play and win games when you're not in your area? Like, can you go to Illinois? I like that games. You know, it kind I like of shows that. you what kind of team you are. You know, it's a traveling. You know, they kind of try like you like, kind of like to base it on it being a traveling tournament. So it's bucked up, boys. But Nova had a big loss. I feel bad for Justin Moore. Yeah, that's. That's a big loss. For that. So, so was it a was it a partial tear of his Achilles, or was it a total pop? I think whatever it is, he's out. Like, I mean, dude, it looked. I mean, you look at the replay; it looked like it was a total pop. Like his knee did, or his leg did everything. It looked like his Achilles just rolled up. You know. How about that? How about the guard too, and how he um, forget what his name what his name was, but the guard for Villanova and how he. Was something with his heart or something? Alan Gillespie? No, 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 no. Hold on. Archie um, Diacono? Uh, no, no that's, that, that's Ryan's little baby bro on the team. Yeah, I know. I know. Is he a, what is he, a sophomore this year or a freshman? He's, yeah, he's a young and he's off the bench. I feel like he had a, he had a heart condition or something. Uh, but I think they had a real shot. Yes, Caleb Daniels. He had a, he um, had myocard myocarditis caused by a bout with covid oh jesus like he like wasn't wasn't good that's a bummer um, yeah that's yeah that's no way yeah no i, I mean he's good now he, but you know so. they had a real shot if it wasn't for the uh he's a little more i think they had a real puncher's chance of winning the whole thing yeah Listen, well if, i mean it ain't over till it's over you know if, I mean, coach, if coach k doesn't win at all the, the the story of this this NCAA tournament will go down as Saint being the Peacocks. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's it's, <clears throat> it's Coach K or bust at this point. Whose who's coach already took? Whose coach immediately took? Uh, Thank you for bringing that up. Which I mean, I guess lifetime. What a what a douche! <laughs> like what? Like I guess lifetime experience where right? he played for Saint Seton Hall. So like get the opportunity to co- finally coach there. Great. But it's like on the coattails, right? Of what, what, what a, those kids what were able a, to do. What a dingleberry. <laughs> that guy. Well, he makes two sixty a year at St. Pete and he got paid two and a half mil a year to go to Seton Hall. So I don't I, think literally 10 times. And that was, the I get it. I get it. But that, I hope he could I hope he bring some of his guys from St. Pete though. That's what he the should The thing be. that sucks <laughs> is for St. Pete's is the, the, the TV money that they made, like, like the TV money that the teams make goes to the conference they're in, and they're in the Mid Atlantic Athletic Conference, the MAC. So they get like eight or nine million dollars for the wins they got being on like the being on TV. But the athletic, but the athletic director or like the head of the uh, conference gets to decide where the money goes. Like so, St. Pete, like it will get like a mo- like a chunk of it. But like other teams will get like just as much, if not more. It's it's crazy. I was reading about it. How like it's so like fucked up that the team that earns it has to like lobby now to get it to like you know to get you know a better facility, whatever you know. But it's like they they want it. But you know, and, and I and I don't know if it's the same thing for these like the bigger conferences. But they were talking about it because they were like some schools do it to pay the coach more money to stay, like shit like this. But they were like you know they couldn't. 
like Seton Hall is a, is, is a you know is a pretty big school, and uh, but yeah, no, I think it was it's it's. Seton Hall, New York, or New Jersey? Listen, I, I actually like Seton Hall, Jersey. The fact is, it's like mm-hmm. listen, somebody tells me I'll pay you ten dollars, ten times the amount of salary to sell steel over here to there. Later, later. Okay, I, I start Monday. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get. It. I just didn't like. I just didn't like the guys. Hold the mirror. Uh, I agree. Whole, I don't think. I, I don't think he's he, he's a likable guy. Like I don't like any of his interviews. Like they're kind of all cocky. His interviews. His interviews right are terrible. Relax, dude. You got three thousand kids at your school. You're not a powerhouse program. Yeah, his his interviews are terrible. Yeah, he he's not an endearing guy to like. You'd be like, oh, this guy's a great guy. It's like, yeah, he's a good coach probably, but you he's know. like, and then he brings the kids to the press conference where he's getting an, getting uh introduced as a new coach, and I'm like, oh god, that's not a good look. No, I know. <laughs> Um, oh hey, I was I was in your living room saying how you know you would have me for four years and I would bring you along and yep. and now yeah peace out yeah all about, oh yeah about that yeah yep. later later classic Saint Pete's whatever the peacocks but um no I mean I think all in all it was a it was a a, a pretty entertaining tournament um and I think you know the whole Coach K thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been a little fiery this, this 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 tournament. He gets all fired up. He get well. He's been he's been getting fired up. You know, last since they got like, their ass whooping by UNC at the at the uh, at the Duke home game. He seems right. like he's been having a little bit more fun with it though. This these last like you know handful of games though too. Well, like what's funny too, Matt is he isn't going anywhere. Yeah, he's sticking around. Like, nah, he's, he's giving he's giving the keys to Schreier, but he's yeah, like, that's his whole life. He'll, mean, he'll be in the, he'll still live on campus and still yeah. like, you know, probably help recruit kids and all that shit. But until you know, the I Lakers guess, call, I heard a story about Coach K like years ago, and like I don't know, it, it was after the late days, probably. I I, I think I want to say like might have been the Corey Maggette days over, over there, that when they were like a top five team and they played and, and they played really bad against. Like another ACC school in the first half, and he had a meltdown. And he made the assistant coaches before the end of the first half go in the locker room and throw away all the players' clothes and like iPods or whatever they had. <laughs> I think when they got in there, they were like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "You pussies don't deserve shit." And I'm like, "Put your scholarships. I'd pull them all right now." And That's it was excellent. like they got like he went like ape shit on them, and they went, came out and won by like twenty in the second half. And shit, like I didn't know he was a kind of like a maniac like that. Like he has, like I mean, you gotta be, at, you know, at like some that. point. Fun, fun fact on the Leitner um, catch and shoot, he yeah. actually shouldn't have been playing the rest of that game. If you remember, oh yeah, he stomped on the dude, stomped chest. on that guy's stomach, like, and doesn't get thrown out of the game, and then hits the game winner. It's like, yeah, nuts. That's always the way it is. The guy that does something like that always kills the kills you at the end. Yeah. I mean that 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 game. I was telling, I was telling Heidi like the other day. Like when I read uh, somewhere on social media, they were like, "On this day, thirty years ago, Christian Leitner hit the shot in the Spectrum." And I was, and th- and then it said like, "Don't you feel old?" <laughs> and I was like, "Not only does that you know make me feel old, but I remember exactly where I was. Like I remember watching that entire game, and I was in my bedroom." Watching it, and I remember watching, watching the shot like it was yesterday, and it's just like, yeah. I mean, as soon as it went in, you knew, 
I mean, you knew you witnessed history. I mean, it was just I was crazy. I you watch it and you're I was just shocked how easy like the the they were able to cycle the ball, get it right to him, boom, in. Well, they like, didn't want to foul him. That's the thing. They didn't want to foul him. So it was like, you know, Christian Leitner is like automatic from the foul line. So just seeing him run down the court being like, holy shit, it went in. He he, he looked at Grand Hill. He was like, oh my God. Like, and oh my God. Like, like Brian grabbed He's like, oh my God, it went in. <laughs> like on the bench. I think he fouled out. Yeah, because, because that was against Patino in the Mashburn, Kentucky yeah. squad when yeah. they were stacked. When they, they hit, like when he hit that, favorite. when when Kentucky hit that bank, like that baggy bank shot, like you were like, oh no, like they're gonna lose on that kind of shot. You know what I mean? Now I, I remember Mashburn. He had a bad game that game. He took like he was like seven for twenty, but like no, that was the. Yeah, I remember that it was like whoever won that game probably was gonna win the championship. Well, like and that and, like, and Leitner had the opposite game. He shot perfect. No, I mean you know he was. I mean, I and I would love to have this episode. I, I I could argue that he's the best college basketball career in the history of college basketball ever. Ever. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you. I mean, <laughs> it, it, when you look at what he did in the domination, when there still were like big men in basketball in that era, and he was the best of the best. Like not and this just to hit that Nance out man. Like, listen, like, think about it. Like college basketball. Even the guy who I mean he put he was there for four years, but like you can't count your freshman year, yeah. right? Because you're just you don't make an impact. So like maybe yeah. kind of made an impact. Four and one two, and the only team he lost to was arguably the greatest team in basketball history, the UNLV Rebels. Yeah, Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogden, Greg Anthony. Um, they, I mean, they, was, that was that was a team of that was a team of men. It was an <laughs> NBA team in college, and that's the only time. I mean, that's Leitner was a sophomore that year. Yep. That they lost to them, and then they came back the next year and beat them yep. in a championship game. <clears throat> yep. That was huge. I mean, because that second year they were undefeated. That second year, and that was go down as to, to match Bobby Knight's Indiana team, and dude put a whooping. I mean, they didn't just beat them; they put a whooping on them. UNLV, yeah, I know. Did you uh, did you guys talk about this Will Wade stuff with LSU? No. So the educate us, Jesse. They I guess they know that. So they they fired the LSU fired the fired him because they caught him on a federal wiretap offering a ton of money to a, a high school player. So that's coming. So they fired him. Sounds like I a guess. movie we've watched before. So they fired him like today or yesterday. The Tigers have lost 11 players to the transfer portal, two players to the NBA draft, and all four of the players that committed to play for them the following the next two years, they have no scholarship players on their roster for next year. So they're they're down they're down with like Georgetown now. Oh, they're going to get mud stop next year. Like so- so they so they basically got penalized for what everyone else is doing. <laughs> well, no, so he got caught red-handed. That's it. Right. It, it, it. It ain't wrong until you get caught, John. Well, right, but everyone this, does it. Like, this wasn't well, yes, but so like this wasn't an NIL deal. This was boosters giving him money to give to a player. Right. That, that that's why like the whole thing around like why Coach K is leaving because yeah. he's giving players money for well, <laughs> and he doesn't like it. Hey. Every t- every good program has bag men. Every good program. 
every good football program, every good basketball Coach program. Coach K also get. I mean, he's getting up there though. I mean, I, I just dude. watched that that um for again for like the third or fourth time the Fab Five. Oh yeah, I watched that the other day, and it's funny you mentioned it, Matt. Like where you said you knew exactly where you were with yep. the later shot. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly where I was when Chris Weber called that timeout. Oh yeah, I was, that's I was another sitting, one. I was sitting in my bedroom. My parents had like a tiny like black and white TV that they had, that I had, at that time like that was the TV in your room. It was like tiny. Yeah. It, it was like the the screen was like this big. Yeah. It had the the antenna and shit, and you had like turn it to focus it. And I I remember I, I was like leaning on my side, and I remember when he called that timeout, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Like as a kid, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I knew we didn't have a timeout left because they kept talking about it, no timeouts, and he did it. <laughs> and I mean, I wasn't because re- I didn't like like Michigan, but I wanted them to beat North Carolina because for whatever reason, I didn't like Eric Montross. He annoyed yeah. me. I, well, I, he was he was the annoying like the white center that every he, team like, has. He's just a big guy <laughs> who would like hit baggy shots or like rebound, but throw that hip Indian shit. But whatever, he's not a bad guy. He had an NBA career. He well, also, I mean, it, you know, Michigan for a little bit, I think. Michigan, the Fab Five represented more than just a good basketball team. To well, us I, up I, too. Coach, I remember right? when he called timeout. Like, I, I don't remember where I was at. I, I wouldn't, I, but I, like, that is a memorable game. I just remember thinking, like, instantly, like, you don't have any left. What are you doing? Like, even as a fan watching, it's like, because I'm pretty sure Rafferty was calling that game. He's like, he got oh, no yeah. timeouts. He got no timeouts. Dude, Rafferty, Rafferty is the best. Listening for, to them, listening to them explain it again, and then understanding, it, it's they did such a great job replaying it and showing guys on the sideline, yeah, saying timeout. Like I got to be honest with you, like something, something happens in you probably in that moment. Oh my and god, you're probably you're like that. your adrenaline's running. Like he had to run, he ran down the court. Dude, it's muscle wasn't much reflex. Time it's muscle reflex at that time. What do you? What do you? What do you? It's probably they probably like go over in in practice like in those situations you call timeout you know what I right. mean like it's just yeah. one of those things you know but, I mean but to Jesse's point about like Bagman like that that what brought me up with the Michigan thing like that that sparked in my mind like how you know they what got them in trouble was that you know Chris Weber just didn't want to be honest about it. But, no, he didn't want to be dishonest. You mean he didn't want to be dishonest? Well, he wanted to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, he didn't deny it. He was just like, hey, "I took money." What the fuck you think? Why would I go to Michigan instead of UCLA or USC? Like, no, he, no, he, no, he, he, he denied it. No, he he admitted to it. Like, I mean, not later, like, later, but he yeah, got he got indicted for for lying to a grand jury. No, I no, yeah, I guess you're right. He did get in trouble. I, it's, I mean, but it's like, Jalen like, Jalen Rose was the one that said, yeah. Who I forget what the guy's name was, Ball or whoever. I'm screwing up his name, but the, the gentleman who was giving out money, he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I if 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 I needed twenty dollars to go get pizza or fifty dollars to go to the movies, he's like, he would give it to us." He's like, "the the pro the well the problem for the story, not to ruin it for our listeners, but like when you get two hundred fifty thousand right after you you uh, graduate, or I'm sorry, wait." When you get two hundred fifty thousand right after you're about to enter the NBA draft, and then you don't repay it, that's where you get into trouble. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's. I mean, it's like everything else. It's you know. It's, and what's two hundred fifty k to Chris Weber after he gets in the NBA? Exactly. Nothing. You know. Dropping a bucket. <clears throat> yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's 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 part of not part of sports, but now hopefully it'll be a good champ. 
good Final Four weekend, and you know, I wouldn't be shocked if Duke won. You know, uh, I you know what? If it's Duke Villanova, unfortunately, I'm going for Duke. Of course, you are. I want I want to see it. I want to see the Coach K uh, montage. I want to see you know all that stuff. I want to see all the old Duke players show up. All that stuff. Now, I mean, they'll be there for the Final Four. I guarantee it. I, like Leitner, Bob. I would think Bobby Hurley be there. You know, I, Grant Hill. Grant Hill will be calling it. Yeah, he caught some shit in Scotty Thurman because he felt that Grant Hill was being negative against Arkansas because they they had a heated rivalry back in the day when when Arkansas was good with Scotty Thurman and uh, who was the uh, Razorback? Um, they had the other the Corliss Corliss Williamson. Corliss Williamson, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like those were the Duke to Duke days, and yeah. they beat Duke. I think freshman year was when they Arkansas won the championship. But I think when Duke were freshmen and they beat him like in the Sweet 16 or in the tournament, or whatever. But Scotty Thurman went after Grant, and I guess it got nasty on. I didn't see it on Twitter that he's like, "You're still a punk ass," you know, talking <laughs> shit on the Razorbacks and all that. And like, we beat your ass, and you know, we'll do it again. All this, and Grant got all pissed off. You know, they count the rings and shit. And but, yeah, but I, I love that shit though. It's like, what a fucking who cares? It's fucking shit. Yeah. Bill, you drinking coffee? Yeah, I am actually. Oh, all right. Clinkies. Yeah. So I'm not drinking buckies, coffee. I'm not, I'm, I'm not drinking that because I would need the clinkies for the paddles to re-endo my heart. This, yeah. <laughs> hey, th- this, ep- this episode brought to you by Modelo. And there it is. An, an empty one in front of Matt. That's a shocker. <laughs> what do you got what there, that? You got a pounder? Pounder or PBR. There you go, baby. Oh, boy. That's in, in, boy. The, in, a, in the Menards. Oh, Another sponsor. Ah, one of our sponsors who owes us who owes, we, that we need to contact for our royalty payments. For we at least need more money, Emma. At least need more fucking koozies, Bill. Yeah, I know. jobbers. Yeah, once, no. once I get my Lambo, I'm going to have them do a custom Menards uh, emblem for the back. Oh, uh, dude, they absolutely probably have them in like aisle three. Fuck yeah. They probably no, do. Actually, no, yeah. I'm going to have somebody like see and see me like a metal one that looks like it's part of, like it's not a Lamborghini, it's a Menards. Like, <laughs> oh, and now uh, that's, uh, now I guess it's, now I think the, uh, I think it's, I guess just, I guess building steam and I guess it's crazy baseball's going to start on Friday. So that'll be a nice, uh, great segue because, uh, over under Bryce Harper, 34 and a half home runs. I'm putting in some DraftKings stuff right now. Oh, God. John, oh Philly, God. John. Can we bet on anything? John, don't, don't bet Philly. on him. Does John. he repeat MVP? John, don't you dare put any money on it. Don't you dare. You killed the Sixers whenever you bet on the Sixers. John, That's John not is, true. John shits on no money. every chance he gets, Jesse. <laughs> but, yeah, he'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm in on this bet. Yeah. I, I am on Twitter right now, and that's the the first thing that came up. It says, shout out to our guy, our friends at Crossing Broad. Over and under 30, 34 and a half home runs for Bryce Harper this season, and does he repeat his MVP? I don't – Probably not. MVP back-to-back, that's, that's tough. In I think I'd I'd insert a fart, a big old fart sound on both of them. Oh, I think he can do a big old bump up a bump on that. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> with the with the lineup that he's playing with now, he'll absolutely hit that hit that. Like, yeah, that that home runs, Jets MVP. I would bet now. I mean, if I put money on it, I mean, that's, you will, you would all guarantee that he would hit thirty four and a half home runs. Yeah, I think he'll hit thirty four and a half. Yeah, no, no, that's not what I asked. I said you all. Wait, how do you hit a half that? a home run? 
Yeah, well, no, it just, it just means you can't 34, you lose. Got to do 30. That means he hits 35. I get it. I get I, I know. I'm just. Bill, is there such a thing as a half a home run? Uh, just asking to give him a heads up. Does it, hit the, does it hit the fence and bounce off? Does that count as a half a home run? Seriously, I mean, though. The, the lineup of Schwarber, Hoskins, Real Muto, Castellanos, and Harper, they're going to have to pitch to him. There's going to be Bill, men on base. They're going to have Bill, to pitch to him. Bill, you have your DraftKings right now? I'm not, I, I, I haven't been betting since the end of the NFL season. I didn't bet any NFL playoffs. I was in mush mode the last right. month. I'll, I'll, I'll take, the, I'll take the, the pound here. Hold on. Let me look up and see what they would what they bang you. What's the actual winnings for taking the over? Let's see. Carry yeah, on. I mean, I, I would think – I mean, that number is pretty right on. I think he's in that 33 to 36 range. But if we all put a thousand dollars in, what would we Jesus. get? Jesus, that's what a great idea, man. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm doing it for the pod. Actually, great. That's actually, it's, a, it's, it's what they call an investment, right there. Thank you. And listen, Jesse can go get his NFTs. You know what? <laughs> you know, can we, can we, can we make this bet? The metaverse. Can we make this bet an NFT? Let's see. I'm making it right now. I'm minting it. Are you minting it now? Shit. They're like, listen, you have no money. This episode of, po- of Forfeit brought to you by Crypto. Crypto.com. I heard David Spade was on a podcast. Shout out to, uh, well, I guess we're not really brother in the Scooby-Doo podcast. That was whatever. Hey, Anywho, he's trying to sell his house, in whatever, and uh, he got offered half cash and half Bitcoin. And I guess that's a good thing now. People offering Bitcoin oh, like, yeah. to buy houses. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to stick with the money, but thanks. It's a, but, uh, well, yeah, because we... Jalen Ramsey, he took all his money in Bitcoin, and because of it, Bitcoin dropped, and he's lost. After he's going to pay his taxes on what he's paid, he only made, like I think, like 60 or 70 grand this year. Okay, here you go. That's a bad if risk. We put $4,000 on the over of Bryce Harper hitting 34 and a half home runs on DraftKings right now, we would get paid out $7,636.36. So we each get, we need, we need, so, so that's 3,600 profit. We get our G back and we just get yep. 900, 900 and change. Back. 900 and change. That's not worth the bet. Think about it. Think about it. Oh, it's crazy. not worth it. That's, that's Bryce paying us to watch him hit home runs, guys. That's right. That's a reason to go and cheer. So that, so that I, means wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> Every home run he hits, we win like 30 bucks. Jesse, I would be like um, cha-ching, I, would be like, I would be like Randy Quaid in in major, oh, yeah. in major league. Like, like he still fucking sucks. <laughs> it was too high. It's, what the fuck, what the fuck you mean it's too high? It's it's too high. <laughs> what do you mean it's too high? What does that even mean? <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's gone. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, I don't know, John. Fucking prick didn't run fast enough around the bases. <laughs> We may have to. Uh, and then after the, the 35th home run, you guys would just pour beers on me. Oh, yeah. And then we would go to cheerleaders. No, we, we, would, we would take all, yeah, we would take all of our profits and, and, and buy beer with it. <laughs> Not the stadium, though. Not the stadium. No, no, no. That'd be, that'd be good for like find, 20 beers. We'd at least have to find the, the, the Bud Light guy. Bud Light guy. Or Miller Light. The Pirate oh, guy. I... Miller Lite. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, hopefully get to a game 
scorch our bald heads or some of our bald heads. But yeah, Sorry. like, dude, the, this lineup is going to be fun this year. It's absolutely going to be fun. And like, the the crazy thing is, you have uh, Stott on the in coming up that he's he's going to be. Um, so look, we tailgate until like mid third inning. And then we go into the game. <laughs> I like tailgating until like right after the national anthem. And then because the top half, you walk kind of walk in as the Phillies are batting the first bottom half. Like that's not very American. Well, no, you stop when you're walking outside of it. You know, you know, you can be American. You don't got to, we be- did that, John, we did that one quick story. We did that one year. It was a bunch of us. Bill was there. We did that. We tailgated. We were we probably t- we tailgated for a good few hours, and we got in. Um, we got in the the concourse like right after the, right after like the top, like uh, I don't know who was who was playing the Phillies, but they had already batted. So played the Mets. It was the Mets okay? So the Mets had already batted. We waited. We were like, all right, let's just stay out here until like the, you know, until like, you know, they're done. And then when they when they switched to the bottom half of the inning, we went in and bases were loaded. Shane Victorino's up to bat and a bunch of us walked up to like just check out like what was going on in the bottom level. Because I think we, we just got like standing room tickets. We didn't even have seats. And like we were just like, all right, let's just check out what's going on. And we get up there to check it out and pitch goes and Shane fucking cracks a bomb grand slam it was like as soon as we got into the stadium and from and the game just they didn't stop from that they were just rolling from that that point on and that was the world series year too like that it was just magical that i was i was checking my phone because i don't remember getting invited to that game Uh, you you wouldn't have been that was such a fun game too oh my god we we oh, lost so yeah. many we lost so many washers in in that one sewage grate that was like near our <laughs> where we parked we were fly playing washers and we just like there are so many that just went down in into the drain it was just like oh god memories but yeah, yeah good times but yeah I mean dude we have the we have one of the most exciting rookies right now in baseball. Bryson Stott's batting 550 in spring training right now. 550. That's ridiculous. It's the humidity down there. Um, dude, he's his slugging percentage is 1.33. Like, and his OP, his OPS is two. Like, was it, can they trade Bryce Harper now? Then, well, no, he's not. No, he's not a right fielder. Well, what position does he play? No, John, we can't He's trade him. Then our, bet, then our bet won't go through, John. <laughs> well, no, he can still do 35 home runs. It just wouldn't be with the Phillies. He's he's our third baseman. But what about and Alec Bohm? Bohm's probably going to get himself traded. What? Yeah, well, I, that's what, dude. John, that's what happens when you go from runner-up of the rookie of the year to looking like you've never uh, played baseball a day in your life for two years. So, and then I you've got it. The what have you done for me lately? Well, so. no, John. Like I, yeah, he kind of like fell off. I was a huge Bohm fan, but like this, the hold that he has in his swing now 
is that's I why think Charlie's got to get with him. I think he's got to fix it. I think his his batting average is like 130, one like it's bad. Oh, and it's like he can't, up there. He can't field his position. So that's on top of it. Like if you can't hit and you can't field, what the fuck are you doing? He's a tall drink of water, too. Yes. Hey, but, and, a, and then the crazy thing is put him on the bench for Doc. The um Yeah. Have him go that, in. That bang, story that I give shared, us eight points. You know, you know a handful of rebounds. You've got Mickey Moniak who was a, a number one pick for that you had. And the reason he was a number one pick was the way he hit the ball and his swing and his approach at the plate. And the very first thing the Philadelphia Phillies did after drafting him was make him change his swing. And in the two years that they fucked with him, his swing went from really nice to terrible to the was point the where the same like, guy that got Ben Simmons to shoot left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> so to the to the point where like people were like giving up on him, like give him away, and he's another guy. He he, I mean he's batting three hundred right now, and he hit like back to back to back to back home runs in games, and he's playing great. And all so the the Phillies hired a new pitching coach or hitting coach, who's a in, incredible hitting coach that Girardi brought over from. Um, from the Yankees this year, this. So when the lockout happened, he couldn't work with, with Moniac. So he pulled up all the video footage of every, every at bat Moniac had the last two years and looked at his swing, looked at his swing, watched it, called him up after he was done looking at him. And it was just like, all right, dude, um, you ready to work on your swing? I think I know what we need to do. And it was basically like cut your stride down and get on top of the plate. And the hole in your swing is going to go away, and you're going to be able to. So, can they do that with Bohm? I mean, you kind of hope that. But the problem is, he's the big league hitting coach, and Bohm's probably going to go back to the minors. So, so have him fix his swing in the minors, and then they call him back up again. Well, the, that's the that's the plan that they're they're going to do that. But like, if they need um, a pitcher, it before the All Star break. He'll be included in any deal because mm. the Phillies have two guys. Gotta give up something. Yeah, and well, and the Phillies have a couple pros. They don't have a lot of prospects that they um, don't want to give up on, but there's a couple that they really don't want to give up on. So, and and now it's looking like our bullpen is going to be fairly strong. That um, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I mean, you, you've got you've got one or two really good bullpen pitchers so which is more than we had last year what's um, worse the phillies bullpen or the sixers bench that's uh, a pull that's a pull for you that's a pull that's, that's a pull for you right it's there fucking embarrassing how bad that's that a pull for you right there uh, i i disagree i disagree didn't they get zero points from their bench last night listen two years ago that's George, a yes or no that's a yes or no george no, they scored points last night I like eight, eight points. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I like, Hey man, I like the than zero. I'm, I'm, I'm pro minivan. I like them. Oh, please. Uh, they were like, Oh, during the off season, like getting this guy. I'm like, who, who minivan. I would have rather had, uh, um, who's the, who's the, um, the, the Duke shooter, um, with the, with the bowl cut. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Luke Kennard. The other one, poor man's Luke Kennard. Grayson Allen. No. 
You know the the Sixers. You may not be in the league anymore. The the Sixers <laughs> good, good, that on. Um, yeah, good pick there, John. That's the, great. That's, that's great. great. Nah, what the hell is his name? Oh shit, he played for Detroit. Oh, that was yeah, Luke Kennard. He's on the Clippers now. No, 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 no. The other one, the poor man's Luke Kennard. Um. Well, while you figure that out, we need to get uh, that um, the dude from St. Pete's with the terrible mustache. He's already That's, got sponsorships, man. Dude, th- I love that he turned his and I and I instead of money, he he got wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Like that's a power move, my man. That's a power move. But he also needs to shave that mustache because it's atrocious. Does he still play for the Pistons, John? I don't think he does because I'm not looking at. I'm just looking at basketball shooters Duke University. <laughs> I'm trying to think who the poor man's canard would be. I mean, Dunleavy's older than him, so it's not Mike Dunleavy, obviously. No, he had a not canard. It was he had like a bowl cut. His hair was long in the in the NBA, and then he cut it. I'll find it. Give me a second. Damn it. And sure, he was Duke. One hundred percent. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing Luke Canard. That's who I'm. Nope. Nope. I'll find it. Hold on. Frank Jackson. I don't remember him. I'm yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to think of all the guys from Duke. Duke hasn't pumped out too many too many guys the last few years that have like really taken off. I don't know if this guy exists, or I think he plays for another team other than Duke. He's he's probably not in the league anymore. Jerry uh, Parks. Was it was it Marvin Bagley? No, no, no. White guy, uh, yeah, white, white, white shooter. Uh, R.J. Barrett, Carter, poor man's. All right, now now I'm gonna have to get two hands. Hold on, I gotta put this down. Yeah, this now, is, he, now we need confirmation. This is pissing me off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I got relax. relax. That, you know, if you say his name, like, oh, that guy, I know that guy. You'll know. You'll say, oh, I know him. Hold on. He's not a top 25 guy. Yeah, because Grayson Allen was one of the last guys to come out. Nah, it's it was not Shire. Not Shire. That was it. Bowl cut. Uh, Duke. A bowl cut. Duke. Uh, you haven't seen a bowl cut since like 95, 96. Here we go. Here we go. Not canard. This is this is dynamite content. Yeah, I'm great sorry. Content, guys. Uh, relax. <laughs> Kyle Singler. Kyle Singler. Oh, Kyle Singler. He played for OKC. Thank you. Thank you. Oh Thank my you. God, Kyle Singler. You're Poor right. man's Luke Kennard. You're so right. He was a righty. He hey. played for OKC. Like he he had some moments for them, but he just couldn't. He didn't have a position in a positionless NBA, which is kind of crazy. But he couldn't guard anybody. Uh, uh, that uh, this guy. I know Jesse gets on me for being for being touched, but you know, listen. Nah, that's a good pull, John Ziegler. <laughs> and he and and that team, he was he was on a good Duke team that went to the Final Four. Yeah, yeah. He played with Duke for. That that was my point. The long pontification about this is like in the offseason, it's like, oh, we got George Niang. I'm like George Niang. I'm like, who is this guy? Like again, I would rather have Kyle Singler. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you would. Like, let me ask you a question. 
Without looking, do you know where George Niang went to college? He went to West Coast, USC. You don't know him that well. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> he went to USC or Arizona State. He hold on. No, no, Iowa State. He went to Iowa State. Iowa right. State Cyclones. That's remarkable. If that's true, Bill. He went to the. Where did he go? God. Twitter. I think he's Iowa State. Wow. Iowa State. Iowa Very State good. University. Very good, Bill. 2012 to 2016. They were decent a few years ago. He Bill was fucking like, Rain Man. He was, their he, second best, he was their second best player. They had another guard that went to the NBA, but he got hurt. But he was like, oh, this guy could be an NBA player because he was just kind of like a bruiser. He just like played how he played. He just would hit Did Iowa State back. not have a weight room? <laughs> he's great, dude. The minivan, I think he's – the perfect, like he can't be our best bench player, but he's a perfect championship kind of guy. He's a gripping and ripping dude, man. Breeds. He'll take the hard foul. He'll talk mad shit. Like when Toby gave him a bad patch yesterday, and he like put his head down. Toby's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "What the fuck was that?" Like he gave to like it's like that's what I want a guy to be like. And like he makes to talk shit on each other a little bit within reason, but like he's one of those guys that guys that kind of feel like is really meant for this team. It's just he he can't be our best bench player. You know, that's not a good thing. Yeah, you need you need Cork Maz. He can be a guy that plays three. The game, that's fine. Like, give him minutes. That's that's fine. It's just what was the Paul Millsap thing? Why is Paul Millsap not playing? Not that I well, I'm hammering saying, home for and they think DeAndre Jordan like Doc just likes Doc's like old school, like he when he likes a guy, he likes a guy. Like I mean, people are crying for Paul Reed to get minutes because Paul Reed's athletic, he hustles, like just has energy and doc doesn't like him because he misses assignments here and there. And he's a young guy, but sometimes I don't know. Not your Danny, sucks. Da- Danny green. Get it. But yeah. But like, okay, Danny, I'm sorry. I understand why people say Deandre Jordan stinks. I get that. But like, we don't need him to be good. We just need him to get rebounds. No, but he doesn't even do that. John, like <laughs> he, like, well, he, like you need somebody that can at least like pick and roll. And like, when you, I don't know, like, He's just that bad to me to where, like, it's disappointing that that Doc thinks Millsap and him are the end. And, again, you're right. Like, they don't play many minutes. The minutes they're in there, they got to do something at least. And why? Dwight Howard's kicking himself for uh, for going to L.A., huh? Yeah, I, I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, I mean, Drummond would be nice to have. But, obviously, I mean, you know, what's done is done. But, um, you know, he was the perfect backup center, but – it's funny because he already said he's like he's like I'm going to be out of Brooklyn next year because they have no money to pay him. He's like I'm going to get paid next year, and like he's already like because they're, they're they're talking about like oh are you going to friendly 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 with your teammates? He's like no, nah, I won't really be here next year. <laughs> he's like it's all I mean, good. Like we're professional. Paul, Paul Mills Paul Millsap has paid as since March 14th. He's played 31 minutes. It's 31 too many, in my opinion. Or 30. I'm sorry, 32. And scored five points. Unbelievable. I mean, at that point, why even trade for the body at that? Like, nah, just give me the draft pick that I'm going to store away. Uh, that's, that's my other question. We're not playing our number one draft pick this year at all? Nope. No. Why is that? Because we know because Doc doesn't believe in playing young guards. Probably... No, 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 no. I don't want to hear that Doc doesn't want to play the guy. He's probably he's not ready. 
Final I've got okay. control of the lineup. I mean, if you don't think he does, I mean, it's not, it's not solely him, but that's what they talk about, and that's why I, I kind of shit on Doc more than anybody is because, like, he controls that lineup. Like, yes, Maury and other people, I'm sure Alan and other many and many other people who we, we don't know their names of have a say on who's active to an extent. But as a head coach out of an NBA team, like, you control who dresses and who plays. Like, it's not like Daryl saying, hey, maybe we need to give Paul Reed some more minutes. It's, okay, I'm the coach. Like, and that's where the NBA coaching is a little different, where coaches have a little more control, you know, to, to where it's when guys don't play good or you don't win, I think it does fall in that coach a little bit more than other leagues because it's like they got a lot of juice, a lot of juice. And, you know, that's why it's guys – are quick to pounce on Doc because he has this complex where if you question him, oh, well, you want to ask Popovich that? Why would you ask me that? Because you're not Popovich, Doc. That's why. All right? And it's just a fair question. And I, I, I just feel like, you know, watching these games, it's just, I don't know. I just don't know what he does. Like All, all, all he does is complain at the refs. Yeah. He never uses his challenges at the right times. And I don't know. But, again, who knows? Playoffs are a different, different, different season. Jaden Springer is 19 years old. Um, he's averaging for the Delaware Bluecoats 15.2 points a game. Sounds pretty good. 4.7 rebounds, 2.9 assists. Um, that 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 sounds like better than all of our our bench roster right now. That's what I was saying, dude. Shooting 66.7 percent from the line. Ooh. Uh, he needs to work on his threes. It's only twenty four point six percent. That's bad. I don't need him to shoot threes. Yes, you do. We need a guy who, who, who can dribble the ball. Matt, Matt, we have Danny Green, Forkan Corkmaz, the minivan. No, oh, we need all. Hey, listen, we have jo- Joel Embiid is seven foot one and he shoots threes. We need this guy to shoot threes. <laughs> It's I, just, see, what, I it's, see what you're doing, and I it's like the way it. the NBA, my friend. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying I'm agreeing with it. I'm just saying you can't pull be, up. You can't logo. be yeah. logo, Pull up with the logo, Matt. Hit the threes. Hit the, hit the threes. <laughs> That's it. Um, no, I mean I don't know. He's 19. Like I don't know. Like is he uh, right? Like I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like if the I mean, he was, was born. He was born when I graduated college. So I feel uh, like if the shoe was on the other foot and the Jesse was talking about a first round pick that was nineteen that wasn't playing, I think we'd have a different story. Yeah, well, but, well, but Aaron, Rod, Aaron Rodgers didn't play his like, first year. The bear oh, well, well, let's, let's Brett Favre. You know, there's you know? a huge difference between where was he drafted? What for, for first round twenty eighth? First round. Okay, so there's a huge difference between a first round pick. In basketball, that's not like a top five pick. Yeah, and he was a, he was towards he was basically almost the second round. Well, and and let's be real, like the the bas- the NBA the, the the college draft for basketball is about as deep as a kiddie pool. <laughs> like it's it's atrocious. What it could be said about the NFL draft? I went through the last couple NFL drafts. There's maybe. Seven, eight, nine guys in the first round that actually like stick. Well, like, yeah, I mean it's a. Cra- it, it gets so crazy how the drafts are like for every mainly football and basketball are so hyped and oh, like the Eagles, 
because I hear people saying it all the time. This is a franchise-changing draft for the Eagles. We said it on this podcast, sir. Somebody I don't said know that it. I agree with that statement. I don't because picks 15, this 16, guy. and 19. <laughs> look at last year's picks 15, 16, and 19 in the draft. Everyone, they anybody okay. that was really good. I'm pointing like, to Jesse. I hope you're. Oh, pointing. no, I'm not pointing to Jesse. Uh, you, I'm, I'm pointing, pointing to Jesse. Jesse now. Oh, Jesse where? said franchise changing draft. It That's is it. an app. It absolutely <laughs> is a franchise changing draft. You have three first round draft picks. Oh, boy. I, well, I mean, as of I as of right where, now, where let's see what happens. We, we could wake up tomorrow morning and Howie could have traded traded away two of them. He's given a he's given a first round pick to Jesse's second son, DK Metcalf. But here's the thing: <laughs> if you if you take one of those picks and you get a franchise altering player, right? That's just the same. It's the same thing. But you're you're there. There's only been like a handful of times where a team has had three first round picks. So you have to make the most of this. You don't get this opportunity very often. So if you use those picks or you trade the picks for assets, whatever you do, you just have to be right on it because this team has holes on the roster that need to get filled. So, yeah, it's a franchise-altering thing. And Defense. Yeah. Defense. Here's the the crazy thing. Somebody went over the the, – the Eagles payroll for for their offense, not the linemen, just the offense. If you threw in both of the quarterbacks and all the wide receivers and the running back, and I think the tight end, the Eagles have like twenty five under under twenty five million dollars in like a two hundred fifty million dollar salary cap to the offensive side of the ball to score points. Like, and you know, I said in the group chat when when I sent that stat over. I'm like, they're either going to win. And this is a, a, a tremendous move building, shedding terrible contracts and building the team up and, and going more on the line and defense. If you can win with that, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a huge feather in the cap of the front office who was able Uh-oh. to win with a minuscule amount of, of money dedicated to the offense. If Just they for struggle. a fun fact, Jesse, they are number seven at nineteen million dollars with with cap space. The Panthers are number one with thirty. We're not million talking, dollars. John. We're not talking about cap space. We're talking about dollars spent oh. on the offense. Yeah, man, we love to spend money. I'm just saying, like, we're setting ourselves up for the future. Well, that salary cap is for the first round draft picks. That's what. Oh, that don't point- worry. Oh, don't worry. We're not done signing people either. Yeah, but there's well, there's only so much they're going to be able to do because I think I think if they take all three of those picks, it's going to be like 13 and a half, 14 million dollars. So if they sign all of them. Right, but that doesn't mean like you can't sign a guy and you give him guaranteed money up front if Yeah, you'll just have to you'll just have to, you know, cook the books, but Howie you know, Rosen baby. But it's you know, if they if they score points, and you could say, wow, you know, they've turned the offensive round that they didn't need to go and get a high-priced quarterback or didn't need to go out and get a high-priced wide receiver, right? And that's a, a, dra- that's a, huge, one, baby. That's a huge feather in his cap. But if they struggle to score points and the offense looks terrible, it's, a, it's an indictment that they didn't draft and develop their players and they didn't improve the team when they had the chance. 
So you get a a chance to listen to Jeffrey Lurie at his press conference. I did. The one where he talked about, you know, I don't really get involved in in players very often, but when I do, I I'm, 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 I'm responsible for drafting the best players. This team's ever been. It's like, come on, bro. So, so you're, you're telling, you're telling me the only time you've been involved in drafting players, he named, it was like, what was it? Mylotta? Uh, what was it? Mylotta, Lane Johnson, and um, who was the the third? So it was like a, a a potential Hall of Fame right tackle, your perennial potential Pro Bowl left tackle, and I forget the the third player. Like those are the only guys you're 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 taking any claim for that you you have any responsibility for. Like you never maybe said like. Hey, maybe we should drink this lanky guy out of um, the Pac-12. That's a it's a wide receiver. Like so, so, like when he says stuff like that, it's so self-serving. When he's like, "I'm not really involved," but the only three times I was, we hit home runs. It's like, shut the fuck up. Nobody <laughs> believes that. Nobody believes that. The, the biggest homer in the world does not believe that. That is a bold-faced lie, sir. But while we're talking about the Eagles. Fuck you, Jeffrey Lurie, you pussy. I'm, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to oh go there. Oh, my God. I'm not going to go there. I'm, I'm going I'm to wait for him to thank Jeffrey Lurie now. Go ahead. John knows where I'm going. John I know exactly where, where you're going. going. Now you're going to get on your knees and pray kiss his feet. Can we, can we talk about how boss these black helmets are going to be next thank year? Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Now are like, they going to be are they going to be matte black? I, I hope they're matte black with it. like with shiny wings. Oh. Now I, I go ahead, sorry. Do we go if we when we do the the Kelly Green helmet? Do we go OG yeah. no. wings or do we go Randall Randall? So with you the, go with the, the with, with the with the with, 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 with the, the white with, with the, the white, white pinstripe around it. Yes. Well, because that's the jersey they're doing. They're doing the um yeah. but silver but silver sparkle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. got to have the original. But the, and, and the black. And, and, when I we like do the, the black Randall sorry. one as opposed to the Jaworski one. Yes, one hundred percent. I don't. I don't like just the the just the whole cutout eagle, just one color. I want the the mention of it. Also, I'll, I'm down for the black helmet, but you can't have like a white cutout. Just oh no, it's mm-hmm. it's all black, black on black on black. No, no, no. I think uh, you need to use the same decal from our current helmets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But well, no, black, no, but black. Right. No, but I've seen it where like the eagle wing is like just all white. No, 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 no. no, no. no take the take the midnight green helmet, matte helmet, flat black. Take the yeah, or you know what, flat black, or or do the do a black sparkle because the Ooh. midnight green has this little sparkle in it. You Ooh, know I just I mean? went six to midnight. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the wings are matte black with like different tones of the black. So it's just black on black on black. Dude, if every dude came out with like, with a black visor and fucking black gloves and black shoes, they'd all those dudes would look like they're 10 feet tall. This is, this is why Bill would hate working in advertising. All the creatives are excited and he's like, he's creative. And he's like, and he's like, when am I going to get my deck to to, to send it to the account, uh, to the, uh, to the client? I have to go golf. I have to go golf. So, and, the first James's first jersey that I'm Kelly going Green. to purchase for him 
Kelly will Green? be a Kelly Green Eagles jersey on his birthday. Devontae. Go Birds. Devontae. Oh, he's got. Uh, I don't know if they do roll tide. It'll probably be like Miles Sanders because that's the only one I've seen. Because I actually looked for you because I'm a nice human. Uh, they they do that and they do Dawkins too. So I might do a Dawkins. Oh uh, yeah, well can't go you know, wrong. Well, it, I I've I've yet I have two Eagles players next on my list for jerseys. The next one will probably be Randall in the Kelly Green. Um. But then the next one, the next one on the list is Sean Jackson. Nah, nah, <laughs> is uh, well, it depends. Is someone paying me to wear that? <laughs> it's going to be a half, a half one. Is it's someone paying me to Peters half to Sean Jackson? Uh, no, it, it, it's a, it's a B doc, black, black, black. Yeah, I think it's a ballsy move. I think it's exciting. I think uh, what's ballsy. Dude, it's a license to print money. Wait, Every wait, 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 wait. What's ballsy? I've been we've been saying it for years. They should do a black helmet. Right. I oh. mean, they they could have not done anything. I mean, it's it's cool that they're doing like a different a different one this year. Like, there's nothing ballsy cool. about Kelly Green. It it's just common sense. No, I, I meant the black. The black is ballsy to do everything. Black, black, yeah, the black helmet. Black it out. I think that's awesome. I yeah. believe that. I think I read somewhere that they might do a white helmet too. Well, that then that now that's throwing it back. I I don't know how all these helmets and these jersey things are going to work out. Like, if you do the black helmet with the all black, I'm okay with that. You keep the midnight green. You still got the regular color, the those midnight colors. Great. You have all the different pants. I think they should mess with the pants a little bit more. Remember they did the all black pants this year. Yeah. I say the NFL does city edition jerseys like the NBA. Absolutely. But. John, like if you did a white helmet, you could do Kelly Green with the white, which would look good. You could do Kelly Green helmet and a Kelly Green jersey, which would look good. You could do the if you did black, if they did all white, that would look killer. How about John? How well, about, what do you think? How about <laughs> how, John? How about keeping the wings the same the same way they are, but make it nah, a white? Don't nah, make it don't a start, white helmet. Nah, don't start fucking fucking that shit up. Just like if we want to do '90s era Randall jersey, let's do that. Let's yes. not like let's not all of a sudden put like fucking magenta on the shoulders. Yes, thousand percent, thousand percent Randall era jerseys, please yeah. for the, the love gray. Of fucking and Christ. I want to, and I want our defense to uh, to uh, recreate that um, play like Reggie White. No, the the one where it's like was it like Jerome? I have the I have the shirt. It's Seth Joyner, Seth Joyner Jerome, Jerome Reggie, Reggie, and what Seth. Is it Seth? Yeah. No, it's Vi. Vi, isn't it Vi? No, uh, uh, Clyde Simmons. Clyde Simmons. Like all those guys, I want to redo that. I'm excited. I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, it's a shame we got to wait another year, but you know, it's okay. Good things come. It. Good things come in time. You know. By that point, <laughs> I'll. You know. Listen, uh, I mean, they're late to the. They're late to the game. They're late to the party. At that point, Jalen Hurts will be will be getting his new contract, and I'll just get myself a fresh number one jersey, baby. Dude, like they keep talking about. Bill's got a Harden number one. John's gonna have a Hurts number one. Nope. They keep Jesse. Who's number one on the Union? Huh? Who's number one on the Union? Maybe the goalie. Oh, I can't even think of good. Huh? He's supposed to be good. Who's number one on the Phillies? 
Uh, it's a retired number. It was all whitey. Mm. Interesting. But they're they're late to the the Eagles are late to the party. The Phillies brought back the powder blues. The Sixers have been doing their throwbacks for a number of years now. Sixers got to get their their two thousand jersey back on there. I don't want to hear any shit from any of you guys. Oh, God, it's got to come back. This fucking thing. <laughs> oh, you're out of your mind, Bill. That's <laughs> legacy. Dog. The, the Iverson era is legacy. We've been through that, it. That logo with the seven. Yeah, it's a legacy, all right. John, legacy. I was wrong. The, it's the backup with... goalie has number one. We'll get. That's fine. That's fine. Juice them up. Yeah, you got to bring it back, or or bring back the Clarence Weatherspoon. I'll take those all day. Hershey Hawkins all day. Yeah. Those jerseys all day. But, but Jesse's for those. Fuck yeah. Jesse's exactly right. And I and I think I've mentioned it before on the on the pod as well. Like it's so silly not to do it. I don't know why more teams don't do it because you're exactly right. When that jersey comes out, it's going to be impossible to get. Right? Mm-hmm. You're going to probably only be getting it in like five players at the time. Forget they're going to make like long sleeve, short sleeve sweatshirts. It's going to be like a fucking zoo. They're going to print money. It's yep. like, and who knows how long it's going to last? Like. In 2024, do they still bring it or do they do they not? Is it only for that? Keep it forever. They keep it forever. Right. Like, what do they do? Like, it might get rid of the black jersey. No. Ah, I got to keep that. They're not going to carry four jerseys. Get rid of the white one. Wait, why is there four jerseys? It's midnight green, midnight green, Kelly green, black, and Kelly green. It's four. That's four. That's what I just said. I think you said five. No, four. I'm I'm sorry. My brain Wait, count them again. <laughs> white, the green, night green, black, Kelly green, and I guess the white one white. is five. Okay. Get rid of the white. Stupid. No, white, black, Kelly green, midnight green. That's four. No, but you also need no, but you need the white Kelly green version. Oh no, I don't think they're doing nah, that. I think they're nah, doing nah, one. Nah, nah. What? How are you gonna do home and away? They're gonna have to have an alternate. Well, no, it's that's I think the Kelly Green is replacing the 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 black so when they do th- so they should go back to like when they do throwback nights so like Both when we play the Buccaneers they're wearing the creamsicles we're wearing the 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 but yeah the and it's it, you know it, it's really crazy because like the rest of the world like with soccer teams the jersey every year changes changes and it's always like a, a big enough change that you want to get you want to buy it. Yeah, you want to buy it. Like, it's a cool new material or there's a a new pattern in it or something. But it's always enough where you're like, got to get it, got to get it, got to get it. Bill, reviews on on the New Jersey. Do we get get a review? Talk to us about it. Show it off. Let's see it. What did you get? Which one did you get? What kind of material is it? Is it wicking? Have you worked out in it yet? What's going on? Tell us. This will will be a workout session for sure. Definitely. I like no sleeves. I'd actually like to play hoops in it too. Have you played hoops in it yet? No, absolutely not. I haven't played hoops in I don't know how long. Will you wear it without the? Will you go out undershirt and wear it? Yeah, I preferably white beater with this. Oh, okay, okay. If you're gonna go, you're gonna go. Need the you know need. Always had issues with the basketball jerseys and the nipple rub. How's the nipple rub? I gotta go white beater. So I got to go the beater. Or you got to go, or you got to go like Under Armour, like an Under but the, Armour. 
aren't the New Jerseys like a nice soft material? Oh yeah, these are nice. Yeah, like like this one is dope. I don't know what kind of material. I'll take it off in a second. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, again, it's not the nice, nice like official ones, like the cloth ones or whatever. I mean, you know, this is the replica one. We got iron on. What do we got? Stitching. What do we got? No, it's 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 iron. It's all iron. It it, it it's not the ones that are. I, I, yeah, I don't but even even the ones that they wear now, even the game worn ones now, it's all uh, iron on. They don't stitch those on anymore for the game worn <laughs> ones. What? They're all stitched on, brother. No. What? No. Like authentic game worn shit. Absolutely. I don't know, dude. I'm looking at the, the Grizzlies right now. There's look like they're iron on. No, it's dude. iron on. It's iron on, man. They want they want lightweight. Yeah. They like don't all want, the soccer jerseys, John, all that shit's ironed on. Yeah, it's all iron on now. I've given up I on the even NBA. Find them. Too I can't even find It's too clunky. I wanted like a sewn one, John. I couldn't even find them. Even the Adidas stripes on those jerseys, the stripes are glued on. Yeah, they're all. it's all heat-pressed now. These guys. Yeah, I think the only ones that are still stitched on are football and uh, baseball. I think and that's baseball. it. baseball. It makes sense. I mean, and they completely changed the. Um, now, granted, like I, I can get it, like because the baseball jerseys used to be made out of that that wool blend, Ooh. and they're not anymore. They're made out of like a, a wicking material now. Well, how yeah. about like Jesse? How about like really back in the day, like they were like sweatshirts, almost like oh Jesus, like, they like, played in flannel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, imagine, imagine what that smelled like. You know, oh. mid July in left field. With no deodorant. Uh, 90 degrees. Yeah. Keep the, it kept the bugs off them, though. Ugh. Could imagine you imagine, the, like, you take the that off at the end of a game and you drop it on the ground? It probably sounds like a wet sponge hitting, hitting uh, the, just. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Here's the question. We sort of talked about it. Kelly Green jersey, round the horn. Yep. 2023. Yep. What? Who are you getting? It's got to be a current player, but I will let you say future draft pick as an as an example. Bill, you're up first. Go. You're getting a Kelly Green jersey in 2023. What and what current Eagles player are you getting? Fonte. Okay. I don't even ask Jesse. I already know who it is. Slim Reaper. <laughs> Matt. Probably Slim Reaper. I, I can't think of anyone else that's like even worth getting a current player. I might go customized and get Slim Reaper on the back. I'm surprised Jesse didn't go Dickerson. I, I don't I'm gonna see if they can do Rose. What because I'm gonna put like be a child and be like sixty nine. I mean needs Bama roll tighter. You know, you know what though? You know what though? You know what though? My alternate, my quick alternate, if they don't have my size for for Slim Reaper would be a uh, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey would be a strong because he's gonna because he's gonna retire an Eagle. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't do it at the end of this year. Then you wouldn't be able to get it. Yeah, well. I mean, I guess you you might be able to still customize them. Who knows? I don't know. I might go. Bill, that's a strong pick. point though with Dickerson. Like, that's a good one. You're going Slim Reaper. Oh, but yeah, Slim Reaper. Yeah. Uh, what number? What number for Howie Roseman? You one Howie Roseman. Like a one Roseman you get on the back or zero. A zero zero. <laughs> zero zero. A zero double zero Roseman. No, you get one because he's got one Super Bowl so far. There you go. Or that. 
No, I would definitely, I would definitely go Hertz. I'm definitely, I'm a, I'm a Hertz guy. I, 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 mean, I uh, John, I hope he's on the team so they can like. That's the. I'll put that stuff out in the universe, bro. Although I will I argue the future draft pick because if we get like Nicobe Dean or like, okay, or, you can change your you, you can change your answer. I'm gonna get future future draft pick only because no, I like Reaper though. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Number six. He's a good kid. And there, did you see that the thing that I sent that um, there's there's some of the draft people are thinking it sounds like there's going to be a run on quarterbacks and th- and Thibodeau might start to fall down the board. He doesn't get to us. Yeah, Dude. Don't to us. I don't know one of them. He's he's Damian Clowney 2.0. No motor, well, all talent. I'd I, rather, I, I I mean, he won't get the 15. There's zero chance he gets the. Matt, I, Matt well, check your but, notes. High motor, check. High motor. Bill, <laughs> tremendous upside. But here's the thing: if there's a run on quarterbacks, <laughs> some of those monsters from Georgia's defense will be there. <laughs> no, I think so. I think Jordan Davis, uh, Davion Wyatt. I think Dean's the end, no matter what. I will. I, I guess I've just accepted the fact that. We're going to pass on Dean or Lloyd, and both of them could be like Erlacher linebackers for 10 years. And it's Dude, like, you know, it, you know, it's going to happen. It's one, like, or, one of them, one of them, or both of them are going to be that good, and we're going to pass because we don't draft linebackers in the first round. Like Andrew Booth out of Clemson is going to suck. And it's like, great, there we go. Another good football IQ. <laughs> I mean, exactly. yeah, I think that's how he likes. Combine they keep, warrior. Well, and they Combine keep talking warrior. about the, um, Great three cone drill number. The two uh, wide receivers I keep hearing is the um, Olive. Well, no, it's the the dude from um, Drake London, the, the London, and um, the, the dude from o, 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 uh, Oklahoma. Oh, uh, oh, Mark, oh, the guy John likes. Yeah, bro. He's around he's, two guy. He's not around one guy. No, he's around one all day. He's like six foot three, and he can fly. I, I, I saw the North Dakota State kid. Yes. There's only four around. Get ready. Three more weeks, Matt. <laughs> Matt does mock drafts every day. That's all he does. I, I'm on a whiteboard. I just do mock drafts all day. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think they're going to take a, a wide receiver in the first round. But like, there's going to be some good they wide should. receivers. They should take a Levi or London. Or Traylon Burks or Garrett. I mean, if Garrett Wilson's there, you run up at 15 and hand him. He's literally a bigger version of Devonta Smith. He's thicker and a little faster. Chris Olive is like he's like a Steve Smith, but fa- I don't. I don't know. There's he's there's a route run. He's five like, guys I liked in this draft that I think how we should take because Rager sucks, JJ sucks, Pascal sucks, and we have one receiver and Greg Ward and Quez. I like Quez, but. but oh. Sounds like you like you're, three guys. Though. But you're the the problem. It's it's not <laughs> this guy sucks. This guy sucks. I like this guy. <laughs> uh, here's here's the issue that that Quez is, and it's really Reaper too. Like you got a second year guy and a, what a Quez is a third. This is Quez is thirty, right? Quez is third. Nope. So like you've got a a second year guy and a third year guy, and you're like cool. You're our number one and number two wide receivers, and um, yeah, there's no backup plan. Good luck. Yeah, I agree. That's what I mean. No veteran guy. No, I mean we missed out on everybody. We, we tried for a Rob. Apparently, hold he on, said hold no on. thanks. Time out. Let's not forget that the trade for Calvin Ridley with this team. No, I John, Calvin I Ridley. I agree. Yeah. I'm so devastated by that, John. I, you're 100% right. If we what if that's still happening? It's just like we're just going to delay it a year. 
that I would be. Oh my god! If we, if we, if I, I would be such in a happier place. I mean, they, they didn't give up anything. They were going to. Yeah. So now, well, and, and, and they're rebuilding. Everyone that I've seen said Falcons are going to go out and get wide receivers because they got none now. They're yeah. going to have to. And then they already had a trade for a guy who basically they said, "All right, we're trading you." Now he's on suspension. What are you going to bring him back and keep him on the team after you traded him? Like, I hope you gone. But you're not going to get anything for. You're going to get next to nothing for him at this point. Maybe Howie has a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, I but it, make a move. Howie do something. But here's so I like mean, here's yeah. the thing like. I, John and I, I feel like we're both in the same boat. Like we both really hope that, that Hertz is the guy, right? So why don't we stack the deck and give him every opportunity to succeed so that at the end of the year, you're not like, man, did he not do good? Cause he didn't have anybody to throw to, or did he not do good? Cause he wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like if they had, if they'd been able to get, one of those top guys and he still struggles. You could, you, you would be able to say like, he's just not good enough. He's a, he's a great locker room guy. He's a great backup. He's just not there yet. But with the roster that they have now, it's like, and, and there's still guys out there. Um, isn't uh, Julio still out there? Oh God, don't say it. Please. Roll tide. Here we go. All right. All right, Jesse, we're gonna have one episode. We're gonna have one episode every year where it's going to be the episode where you cannot bring up any Alabama player. Well, th- that had nothing to do with I had everything to do with it. Everything to do with it. Off the top of my head, like he's probably the best wide receiver that's still unsigned. Jesse really no. can't help. Jesse no. really can't help. my head. Best available Alabama wide receiver on the block. Julio Jones. Julio. <laughs> not even close. I don't Jesse, think. Jesse really can't help it. Um, I've, I've been drinking. Next week. When he gets more hot in the draft, he's going to start chirping for Jamison Williams. I think I mean, Jesse. I think the second Jesse, round. Trade I, honestly, up and get him. I think I can see that if he's there at nineteen, I can see how he just like took it out and be like, "I can't pass on this. I can't pass on this." And he runs and takes Jamison Williams. Uh, like, Odell Beckham healthy, I'd take over him. Here's the here's the thing about Jamo. I don't know. He'll he's they they're saying he might be ready to run by by the draft. Love out Jesse. Calls him by a nickname like he knows him. <laughs> like he's like Jamo. Like, like he's all marauder. Yeah. But the 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 problem is he might not play a lot a ton as a rookie rehabbing his knee. Then you're giving him a five-year deal, a big money five-year rookie deal. Like But the, if he's the, supposed to be the next DeAndre Hopkins, it's worth it. Well, and and that the thing is, I don't think he makes it to the second round. Like that's no, no, that's what I mean. Like maybe or maybe how he trades back, like later in the first round to get some more other assets. But I watching this kid's highlight rails more and more, and goddamn, I don't know. Oh, he's he's stupid fast. Like he's like a waddle. He's like waddle quick, but like a route runner like Devonta. It's like mm-hmm. he's like a perfect receiver. He's like he's insane. Dude, take uh, Antonio got, Brown. He does, John. You're right. Like he just that. Like he's just so quick. He's just like he's there, and then he's gone. And it's like, wow. Like he like he passes that eye test. It's like holy shit. Yeah. So and, like the 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 last guys. It's it's Odell. It's Julio. Emmanuel Sanders. What Jarvis Landry. Uh, AJ Green and like Captain COVID Cole Beasley. Like those are the best wide receivers that are still out there. And really, none of them are 
Yeah, but I mean, like, it. that's what I mean. Like, Odell, minus Odell being hurt, I would have taken him. Yeah, but the the problem is he blew his knee on the Super Bowl. He's not going to be ready till the end of the season. Didn't he blow it out again, or was it it a different knee? (laughs) Um. Uh, but like that, the Julio thing, like no, it's the same because he blew out each knee. So he won, he blew out, he blew out each knee. So he had to do the second one to someone, one of them. So, you know, my thing with Julio Jesse is like this time last year it was like, oh, they got they traded for Julio, and you're like, man, Tennessee, that's awesome, great move. And then like he plays like how many games? He got hurt. He, he got hurt a couple times. Like, I know, and and then he doesn't like pan out. You're like, uh, maybe maybe the Falcons knew something that you know, you know. I that's mean. Why, the Ridley thing, for as much as I don't need to build a Alabama roster, um, it, it pains my heart. Christian Harris, um, round two, might be our linebacker, Jesse. I'm hearing rumblings about that. <laughs> round two. Okay. You know what, Matt? Pick uh, up the phone. Call okay. call Nick Saban. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get on the phone with Nick Saban. But before we do that, a nice teaser for, like, you know, the episodes in the coming weeks for the NFL draft, fellas. But – um. It's time to wrap this one up. I agree. Um, <laughs> put a pin in it. We we'll put a pin in it. Um, any final thoughts for what we talked? We covered yet, like every episode for Fit Podcast. Yes, his new next name nickname is JMO. JMO. It's <laughs> excellent. It's we're going from JLo to JMO. No, J-Mo. it's staying JLo. Well, it's it kind of it kind of works in your son's name. I mean, yes. there's a little bit of a James in there, JMO. Yes, but it's Jayler, James and Jay, Jesse. It's the same thing. It's J-Lo. It's Damn. little J-Lo and big J-Lo. It's fucking J-Lo. Oh, well, it's, it's, uh, we'll put a it's poll out time. there. We'll put a poll out there. Uh, and we'll see. Um, so we covered a lot of ground. We covered, you know, Sixers, Final Four, our, our fighting fills, the Eagles, go Kelly Green, Bryce Harper. go Blackout Helmets, Bryce Harper. Uh, any any final thoughts, fellas, on 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 what we covered? I mean, anything you wanted to, you know, if if you didn't get a thought in about the Kelly Green, you didn't get a thought in about James Harden, you know, well, anything at all? Don't get, don't give up on James Harden. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be never fun give up playoffs. on James Harden. It's gonna be fun in the playoffs. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be fun. something fun to watch. Let, let's enjoy it. Let's be let's be uh, patient and thoughtful. Sixers fans. We're going to roll with that. And with that, <laughs> Bill's face. 1098. Jesse, go birds.